children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Welcome to Children's Bible Journey, with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God.
is such a great way to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. I don't want to play anymore. I want to lay down. What's the matter? Feeling bad, son? Yes. Where do you feel bad? Your stomach? All over. Please, may I lay down? Of course. Your father will be here shortly. Maybe he'll know what to do to help you. He's ill again, you say? Oh, it must be the evil spirits. I'm afraid so. The spells come so often lately. For years now, he's been getting progressively worse. In fact, he's ill more than he's well. <coughs> Quickly, you get a physician. I'll see what I can do for him in the meantime. <coughs> mm, well, there's nothing wrong with your son. Physically, he... Um, He's merely possessed with evil spirits. Merely? Look at him, foaming at the mouth, squirming and writhing in pain. Is there anything you can do to help him? Me? Oh, no. I'm just a physician. Can anyone do anything for him? Well, see the priests at the temple. They may be able to help. There is nothing we can do for your son. He is possessed of the devil. But you represent God. Is not God more powerful than Satan? The boy used to be such a good boy. Why he should now be possessed by the evil one is... Do not one blame me for something that is your own fault. My oh, fault? Thy sins shall be visited upon thy children, even unto the third and fourth generations. <laughs> I've just come from the marketplace. Get something good to eat? I think so. Also, I heard some news that may be good. News? I heard of a man from Nazareth who performs miracles. Miracles? Magic miracles like the magicians of old? No, he heals people. Of what? Diseases, sicknesses, all sorts of things. Well, dear, if you're thinking of our son, remember, the priests of the temple couldn't help him. Surely a peasant can't. Yes, you're right. I, I just heard something about that man from Nazareth. I talked to someone who actually saw with his own eyes the man heal a blind man. Blind? And he saw again? Actually could see? That's what the man said. Like you said, how can a man do such things when the priests, even Caiaphas, can't? Yes, you're right. You know, dear, I'm beginning to believe the things we heard about that man from Nazareth. But how could they be true? He's a man, and Caiaphas and his underpriests, all members of the tribe of Levi, have been ordained of God. How could any man do more than they? Perhaps this man is the... the Messiah. Just wishful thinking, and you know it. This man from Nazareth doesn't even act like a king. 
even wears the clothes of a peasant. He simply can't be the Messiah, a king. Uh, I guess you're right. You heard something else about the man from Nazareth. How could you tell? The expression on your face. He cast evil spirits out of two men over in Gergesa. The blind see, the lame walk, even the dead are brought to life by this man called Jesus. If he can do all these things, he can cast the evil spirits out of our son. But a mere man cannot have that much power. Only the Messiah could have that sort of power. There's nothing about him, his clothes, his appearance, his bearing, that would indicate him to be the Messiah. You're right, the way we have been taught to think of the promised Messiah. But think along these lines. God is love. What is love? How is love expressed? By doing for our fellow beings, by kindness, sympathy, acts of love, and healing the sick, and bringing comfort to the soul, these things certainly fulfill all the requirements of real love. Jesus fills these requirements and therefore could very well be the Messiah. Yes, he could be if he shows that kind of love and compassion. Yes, he, he could be the Messiah. I'm going to take our son to see Jesus. He will heal our son. He will. I know he will. I have... I... Faith? Yes, faith. I have faith that Jesus can and will cast out the evil spirits who control and possess our son. But why did the master take only Peter, James, and John with him to the mountain? Yes, why didn't he take all of us? Yeah, we'll ask him when he returns. We have a right to know. Yes, yes, we do have a right. Look about us, a multitude of people. They came to see the master, and where is he? Up in the mountain, having some sort of conversation or meeting with just three of us. Doesn't he realize that his place is here with us in the multitude? Yes. That's right, Genesis. What do you and this insane boy want? You have no right to invade our privacy or to come unto Judas, let me handle this. Well, I have just as much right to... All right, Andrew, handle it if you must. Now, sir, what may we do for you? I am looking for the man from Nazareth named Jesus. The boy, you seek help for him. Yes, sir. Evil spirits possess him, and I, I know Jesus can cast them out. So can we. You? Cast out devils? We are the disciples of Jesus. He has conferred upon us authority over unclean spirits. They will obey our command to leave the boy. Will you? Oh, will you? Of course. You have faith? Oh, yes, yes. I do, I do. Then, in the name of the Master, Jesus of Nazareth, I command the evil spirit, torture this boy no more. Leave him. Now. I say, evil spirit, leave the boy. Something's gone wrong. We have failed. Disgraced ourselves and the master. Yes, you have failed. And I'll tell you why. You and your master are deceivers, just as High Priest Caiaphas said. Now we know it is true. Yeah. You serve the chief evil spirit. He is your true master, not God. Satan does not obey you. You obey him. That's true. <laughs> 
It is, it is Jesus with three of his disciples. Ye scribes and Pharisees, what question ye with my disciples? Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath an evil spirit. And whithersoever the spirit taketh my son, he tears and tortures him. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring thy son hither. Yes, Lord. How long is it since this came unto him? Long years ago, Master. Many years has my son suffered and been tortured. Many times has he. Oh, Lord, if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Lord, I believe. Help me to believe more. Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more unto him. Jesus is lifting the lad by the hand. I present to thee thy son in perfect soundness of mind and body. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Three, four. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. The Bible is also called God's Word. In God's Word we find wisdom and help to guide us through life. Do you want to know what God is like? How He thinks? How He feels? What He wants from you and for you? Then remember to always listen carefully to His words. Think about them and hide them in your heart. Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word, your word, your word, your word is a lamp to my feet. Your
Take it easy, Carlos. That's easy for you to say. You didn't just get clobbered by Vernon, the biggest bully on the soccer team. He does remind me of a dump truck. Yeah, well, that dump truck just knocked me flat when the ref wasn't looking. I ought to... You ought to what? He's bigger and stronger than you. You could punch him all day long, and he just keeps eating. Face it, you're David, and he's the giant. Great, where's my sling? Carlos, I have an idea. Why don't we pray instead? Pray? Now? I'm too mad. Exactly. Didn't our teacher in Bible class tell us that praying is a good thing to do, even when we're mad? Our Bible teacher never met Vernon. Well, maybe not, but I'm sure he's run into some pretty mean people. We don't see him going around punching everybody out. So, how's praying going to help? I don't know. It's a lot safer. Besides, God can do stuff we can't. Let him deal with Vernon. Yeah, right. He'll probably try to love him and change him into a good person. And that's a bad thing? Okay, that's a good thing. I'll let God handle Vernon. But if that bully ever gets all kind and loving and tries to hug me, I'm out of here. <laughs> you never know. God can do some pretty amazing things, I hear. Look, there he goes again, knocking down more fourth graders. Looks like God's got his work cut out for him. I think he's up to it. Besides, praying is more fun than getting clobbered by a bully. Jesus wants to be our friend. He's interested in everything we do and longs to be included in our lives. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with Him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
you've joined me today for another story just for you. Bumper Car Boo-Boo by Randy Fischel. With the county fair in full swing, screams of delight filled the Michigan air. In front of the tilt-a-whirl, monkey barrels, cosmic blast-off, and even the traditional Ferris wheel, long lines of people waited for their turn to be thrilled. This year, I had invited the Brawley brothers to join me at the fair. Mom deposited us boys at the front gate, then backed around and spun off in the opposite direction. A little too happily, I thought. Inside the fairgrounds, Lester spoke. What do you guys want to do first? I'd like to see the vegetable displays, I replied. The brothers quickly squashed that idea. Spike was more interested in the turbo tank, a new ride that boasted it would turn your world upside down and all around. Since I thought I might lose my lunch if I stepped aboard, I didn't join the brawlies in the tank, though I vowed to support them from the sidelines. As I stood and watched, I noticed an empty ticket booth near the bang-em-up bumper cars. Apparently, on this first day of the fair, the bashmobiles weren't up and running yet. A sly idea came into my mind. I'm going to sneak into that ticket booth, then jump up and surprise Spike and Lester by pretending I'm the ticket man. It'll be funny. 
As luck would have it, the Brawley brothers' attention had drifted elsewhere, perhaps to the grand performance of a turbotank cleanup man. Sensing the right moment had come, I slipped through the rear door of the ticket booth. Inside, my heart leaped for joy as I spotted a full roll of bumper car tickets waiting to be sold. What more could I need to complete my act? Suddenly, with the flair of a true circus showman, I stood to my full height, waved a handful of the ride passes, and began calling out, Get your tickets here! Free tickets to the bang up bumper cars! Ha-ha! The Brawleys turned toward me, but they weren't laughing. Instead, a look crossed their faces that suggested something horrible was about to happen. Disappointed, I turned to leave the ticket booth. That's when Bubba, as I shall call him, introduced himself. Judging from his build, I figured Bubba must have been a linebacker for the Chicago Bears at one time. A quick look at his arms told me he had been keeping his favorite tattoo shop busy. Suddenly, I felt as though I were walking on air. As Bubba lifted me skyward by my shirt front, I noted that the ride operator's well-tanned arm muscles resembled greased rocks. This would not be good news should things take a turn for the uglier. Just then, I remembered an important fact. We had Bubba outnumbered. Spike and Lester Brawley were with me. Look at those muscles, Spike said, his mouth hanging open as he stared at Bubba's arms. Like greased rocks, Lester confirmed. Right then, I knew I was in deep trouble. Just what do you think you were doing in that ticket booth, Bubba demanded, using a broad selection of cuss words. I looked down at him from my lofty perch. Well, I was just fooling. I'll tell you what you were doing in there, Bubba went on, still holding me in suspense. You are trying to steal bumper car tickets. That's what you were trying to do, weren't you? No, you've got it all wrong. But it turned out that Bubba wasn't all that interested in hearing my side of the story. You listen, and you listen good, you skinny little good-for-nothing runt of a ticket thief. Don't you let me see your face around here the rest of this fair. You hear me? Now move it. So I moved it. No bumper cars this year. Okay, I probably made a poor choice by goofing off in the ticket booth that day. But if only Bubba had given serious ear to my story, maybe things would have turned out differently. It all serves to remind me that I need to give others their fair hearing before making an ill judgment on their actions. I'm glad God knows all about that. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.